This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Stanger here. What's up? <laughs> Before we start today's show, we want to talk to you about a great sponsor we have called Magic Spoon. Now, mm-hmm. Magic Spoon is making delicious cereal. And you guys know we've talked about Magic Spoon a lot. We're, we're Magic Spoon super fans. We're Magic yep. Spoon simps. Yep. Um, and uh, we know it's it's healthy cereal, but it's delicious. It tastes good. Um, it's got protein in it. It's got the nutrition we like. It's got the flavors that we crave. And I've been noticing since I've been using Magic Spoon, you know, kind of having handfuls of it, you know, maybe throwing it in a baggie. Maybe I'm mixing it with some Greek yogurt or coconut yogurt, Aaron. Uh, mm. I've noticed that, like, my cravings for junky crap have gone down because I'm – I'm I'm scratching that itch with magic spoon. Like I don't need to, I'm not, you know, fixating on some kind of like baked good I've been eyeballing or cookies or something yeah. because I'm getting some sweet crunchiness with magic spoon. You have any uh any similar scenarios oh, happen for you? Well, I'm doing like I was always stressed about doing like a protein shake or something, and I never quite found my footing with which one is like very overwhelming. And then when magic spoon came into my life, I realized that now I could do like kind of the cereal version of a protein shake, which is ringing my bell. Okay. I love it. Sounds crazy. What if we could tell you that your protein shake was actually a bowl of cereal? It's like, <laughs> it, it makes really, me so happy. It really is. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, and so we mentioned the nutrition guys. So, uh, you know, we talked a lot about the, you know, the, the, the light calories and the zero sugar, but listen to this, zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Uh, only should note that oh, the yeah. honey nut flavor has one gram of sugar, but yeah, that's important, that's but important to know all the rest of them, zero. Yep. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free. And low carb. And you can have fun with it, guys. You can build your own box. There are nine available flavors to build your very own custom bundle. They are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry muffin, cinnamon roll, and honey nut. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so even more exciting, Magic Spoon just brought back their cereal bars. They were so popular when that they brought them back permanently okay it's the perfect convenient on-the-go companion for your cereal uh that's exciting i'm glad the bars are back um yep. i'm gonna we're gonna try them all we'll talk about them all this if from a cereal standpoint i love the um i love the blueberry muffin um i love the cinnamon roll um i like combining those two flavors together um, so does jason that's so funny i i haven't tried that combination uh, together, but you got any combos you like? You still doing peanut butter, uh, cocoa? I I have moved on. I have um I've been actually getting the birthday cake flavor, which isn't talked about here. But the birthday cake, it's almost like a cooler, more fun version of the frosted. But I throw the frosted in with the blueberry, and it's like I'm having a blueberry crisp. Hell yeah, dude! Hell hell yeah! yeah. So I would say. I, I I do want to try the maple waffle, but I haven't yet. So TBD right. on that. Okay. Put it on, <laughs> put, put it on your bucket list. 
<laughs> I will. Okay, you guys, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Now let's start this episode. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and newest member of the COVID family. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and professional broadcaster. <laughs> and you found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes information. I feel like you should say this with me with my, your broad broadcast degree is that what degree. <laughs> hey, dumbbells, hey dumbbells let's, let's get, get dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. i felt like after i said that i had to do it broadcasty um it feels you good did. to do something i think i think the people would have come for you if you didn't they would they would <laughs> how many buttons do you have buttoned on your shirt sticker <laughs> not many it's it's hot in here well, and you're I'm, wearing like a thick denim shirt. It's like 80,000 degrees, at least in the valley. I don't know about you. You're not full valley. I'm, I mean, we're pretty valley. Uh, Studio City. I mean, I guess we're right at the mouth of Laurel Canyon. Uh, so we get a little bit of that canyon coolness uh, <laughs> canyon for breeze. any of you. Any of you. Yeah, you know, the canyon breeze for any of you <laughs> regional freaks out there. Love hearing the specifics on L.A. climate and L.A. geography. <laughs> I mean, people have to love it by now. They, they loved it on breeze. SNL. They yeah. love hearing all of our silly street names, all of our different interstates you can take. They got to You got to understand that what I'm seeing is a is a hilarious shirt situation. Uh, and that could be five degrees difference from the Valley Valley to the Canyon Valley. Canyon Valley. I'm wearing a denim shirt, maybe one button buttoned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a half. I think there's two, right? There's two. <laughs> Three now. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, it looks cool. You look cool. You got big plans today? You going to rodeo? Going to the rodeo, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do rodeo. Uh, I'm gonna get a little sun on my chest at the rodeo. <laughs> it's got pearl snaps and everything. I'm sorry. I know you want to move on. I can tell. No, I don't mind. By I'm, your face. I'm uh, happy to stay here as long as you want. <laughs> it's just a Levi's denim shirt. It's uh, probably my most worn shirt that I have. Like it's a go-to. I have never seen this shirt. We've been oh, doing really? this podcast for, I don't even know, honestly, anymore. But yeah, you're usually wearing like your hood up and some like wet hoodie. <laughs> yeah, usually post-workout sweaty. <laughs> yeah. I just want to I just want to bring the realness. Yeah. Bringing the personal trainer realness. That's um, right. <laughs> All right. Have well, you ever I'll seen let, Paris I'll is Burning? i on this. No, no, no. Have no, I ever I, seen it? Uh, listen, I have seen probably 40 things on television over the last three days, and Paris is Burning, sadly not one of them. But Definitely worth checking out. 
What? So, uh, okay. So tell us what's going on with you, Aaron. You hinted <laughs> at it in the uh, descriptor in the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got the thing. I got the COVID. Okay. I got it. Finally came for me. What are we, two and a half years in? I feel honored to have made it this far. Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy and my husband for really giving, giving it, it to me right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure. I think we probably got it in the same place, but um, it showed up for him a couple days before it showed up for me. And I thought I was, uh, I thought I was invincible. He was yeah. like, we shouldn't kiss. And I was like, we'll be fine. And then, you know, here we are both sick our dogs our puppies are not sick and they are angry about us <laughs> being so slow oh um, yeah because you can't do big walks and stuff right yeah we're taking it we're you know we're throwing the ball around but they're just like they're puppies so they have really yeah. gone i think of all of us they're going the craziest but yeah so we're just laying low watching like i said a ton of television yesterday i think my my brain did stop working after Married at First Sight season six. I watched the whole thing. Not, you thank God, not this in the last two days, but it's a stupid show. Why am I, why am I watching it? It's truly insane. It doesn't but, sound compelling, um, but. <laughs> but I did watch that new, the Adam Project movie. Have you seen this on Netflix? No. Is that with uh, Ryan Reynolds and. Yeah, I actually think you and Stone should watch it. It's he, really fun. Okay. Big was, action movie. Is that movie. with The Rock and uh, Gal Gadot? No, I I um I think I got this one mixed up with that one. Okay, this is the other one. Is did Michael Bay do this one? No. Oh sorry, I got a cough. <clears throat> That's my proof. That's my proof I have COVID right there. Um I'll try to mute the rest of them. Uh no, but what is that one? That one is different. I think they came out around similar times. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, they're both big, like, <laughs> Netflix one that's Netflix movies that seem like fake movies where you're like, what is this? Like, how did I not hear about this? Um, <coughs> I'm looking it up right are you, now. Yeah, are you looking it up? I'm looking it up right now. So, But also, so people know, we're, we're coming hot off of Memorial Day weekend. So Aaron and I will be talking about the Murph workout, the Murph wad. Um, we'll get into all of that. Uh, like all good radio, I've never done the workout before, but Aaron has. And so she's going to talk me through it. And then maybe, you know, maybe I'll do like a, uh, I'll, I'll do a Murph make good. And, uh, oh yeah. You sh I mean, do you run Stanger or do you just do, uh, like walk, like hikes and stuff. Running bikes. is tricky for me. I, I probably could, like I, I would do it for some stunt, like something like this. Um, but I used to run a lot. And then now, you know, with my uh, rheumatoid arthritis, I've had to limit how much I yeah. can run. And so, uh, so that might be an issue, but I mean, I could, I, I could figure I could like get through it, you know? Well, you can also do a, a you know, a row or a, I can mod bike. it. Yeah, of course. Um, um, are you still looking up that? Movie? Yeah, sorry. So the one that we were, <laughs> the one that I was thinking of was red. The red, red notice. Oh yeah. Okay. This is the Adam Project, uh, and it's like, uh, oh, it's like a fun kid. After accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. 
fun. Yeah, it really it was. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is funny. I like went down a rabbit hole because I watched his uh, the next guest episode with David Letterman, mm. and he talked about it on that. And then you know I was like, well, what else am I doing? So then I started watching that. Then I watched The Lost City. That was fun. Oh, and I heard that's great. We're watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the new, the new movie. I heard that's great. Sean Levy directed this. So uh, he's done a bunch of big movies, The Adam Project, and then uh, Red Notice was the one we were thinking of, and then the the one that I was thinking of is Six Underground. That's the one that Michael Bay directed. Does that have Ryan Reynolds too? Also Ryan Reynolds and also like a giant budget Netflix movie. He must have some deal with Netflix. Yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's got a deal with the devil. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> he's definitely got a, uh, a specific cadence that he speaks in. He does. And they talked about, um, the buried alive movie that he did. Did you ever see that movie? No, but I heard that was pretty good. He's in a coffin and he's got to figure out how to get out of there. Or something. Yeah. And they like showed like a clip of it. And I was like, absolutely. No, I will no. not watch this movie. I can't even imagine filming this movie. I can't imagine any of us. that would be a fun experience. I've had a, like a long MRI session that might be similar, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, uh, I remember when Van Wilder came out, I was like, this guy is so, this is the funniest fucking guy I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does have like a funny, he is funny, yeah. which is something I realized today where I was like, it's, it confuses my brain when non-comedians, like if Will Ferrell is funny, I'm like, well, of course he's a comedian, but I'm like, Ryan Reynolds, he's like handsome. What are you talking about? He's funny. That's, that's, that's not fair. Pick a lane, buddy. But he's yeah, I mean, handsome and funny. At least he is funny. I I take umbrage when you see people like the number one comedy star in America, John Cena. It's like that's who they're get, <laughs> that's who they're getting yeah. for the comedies now. Is like, and he's fine. Yeah. Like it's no, it's nothing. No dig on him, but it's also uh, it makes some space for like comedic actors too. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to just be a big handsome wrestler guy that also can tell a joke, you know, and now you're the yes. number one comedy person in America. Um, I just, I just realized when we watched the lost city and it has Channing Tatum. Oh, he's it, another one. Yeah. I was like, is that, I was like, didn't he come up with the rock? And Jason was so confused. What I was talking about, but I think I thought he was John Cena. That's what I, I thought John <laughs> Cena was Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum was John Cena, but that like, is wrong. Channing Tatum is much better looking than John Cena. No dig on John Cena. He's just a big kind of like bam, bam looking wrestler dude. And Channing Tatum was, a, <coughs> you know, pretty conventional uh, rise to fame as an actor, kind of heartthrob. Um, he was in like st the step up movie as a dancer and, uh, also kind of really made his career in doing the magic Mike movie, you know, that as the, uh, Dan and he was like an exotic dancer. Um, that's true. I forgot that was like a real story about his life. Yeah. So yeah, that, and he was also in, um, the Amanda Bynes movie where she, uh, pretends like she's it's a, a guy tattoo. No, not that one. <laughs> just kidding. She's actually very good. At, she's really funny in this movie, and he's good in it too. I can't remember. It's like just one of the guys. She's or, the man, right? She's the man. I think it's yeah. she's the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she, wait, he was in that movie. Yeah, 
He's in that oh, movie crazy. and he's he's really good in it. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. So, you know, credit where credit's due. Hats off Bruh. to these gentlemen. I heard Lost City was fun. It it was fun. Um, you know, it's like you still have to like rent it on Amazon Prime, which hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But Wine. Joff Bezos' pockets with cash. Line his um, pockets with cash. I did I think I did. This whole this whole COVID situation. Joff Bezos. Um we uh we watched this Lula Rowe documentary. <laughs> <coughs> miniseries yes i have seen this Uh, you watched it like i i love this kind of stuff i do too here's my issue with it and you and i might have talked about this before this definitely deserves to be about a 115 minute um like a a one hour and 15 minute movie documentary not a three or four part exactly it's like each one i was like that's about 10 minutes of information that they stretched to an hour Yep. What are they doing here? And I'm wondering if there's something like people prefer or they, they trust it more if it's like a four part mini series, as opposed to like, I'm not going to watch a movie, but I'll watch four little episodes of something. I I had the same feeling about the one length at all. Well, it was like, there was one on um, HBO max about um, this weight loss church in Nashville. Um, Have you heard about this? No, I think it's called the way down. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to make sure that that's what it's called, but, um, it, hold on the way. And I think way is spelled like way. Oh, I hope it is W E I G H. <laughs> Cause that would okay, be documentary. so clever. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, well, okay. So it's not spelled. It's the documentary is spelled W A Y, but Good for the, them. but the actual like diet was spelled way W E I G H. And <clears throat> they should not have, it was like a four part series, but halfway through them, or I, I don't know how it happened on their end, but it was like halfway through them. Like, uh, what is it called? Like putting this out, like the documentary out the the people that ran the, the cult situation church thing like died. Oh shit. In a, in a, like a suicide in a plane crash. Oh, plane. that is like suspicious. Like the, the, like a murder or that they suicide. I, they, I think that what they're, I think what they're trying to say, but can't say is that it looks to be potentially a suicide by the guy who was like the, the husband of the woman that was like running this thing. Jesus Christ. And she was in it and they, but they, the point of me talking about this is they truly stretch it out for so long. And you're like, why they're saying the same thing over and over. I get it. This is, and then they kept like, they brought out like a few more episodes after like a six month hiatus. Jesus. And I think they thought that more like scandalous information would come out, but nothing did. Uh, well, yeah. I guess a few people came out with new information, but it was like nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. And so, but that would actually be, I don't, I'd be interested to know if our listeners watched it. Cause it is like about losing weight. And that if you are overweight, that you are sinning, with God. 
And if you like, it's Lord truly insane. God. Lord God, help me get this fat off of my body. I need you, Jesus. You are eating in excess of calories you need, which is an affront to your Lord God. Provide me with just enough sustenance to survive. Um, I mean, and I lived in Nashville and I remember people talking about this church because it was next to the church that I would go to sometimes. And I'd be like, and it was like a cool looking building. It was like, oh, oh that's yeah. the skinny people church. And I was like, what? <laughs> My wow. church was all fat people. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, it was like the opposite of like, we were bringing food in droves to our church and they were doing the opposite. So anyways, it was blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's LuLaRoe, I'll, the I'll way ch- down. I'll check it out. It is an interesting phenomenon with these uh, these kind of true crime scandal scam miniseries to where mm-hmm. they're stretching those some. And then you're, wa- you're watching like episode three and they're doing a recap. It's like, I don't need a fucking recap. Yeah. Nobody's coming in just on episode three. Like we already got to right. the, you know. Um, we don't need a little sizzle reel at the top of the show. It's just like, just fucking tell me what else they did. Oh, there's one also, the bad vegan also yeah. stretched, stretched out too yes. much. Absolutely. Everybody chill. Yeah. Like yeah. make it, like you said, an hour 15, I'm watching it and I move on with my Cause life. I, Cause I like, I mean, I like those I'm in for it, but I don't like it. You know, where they're, I feel like I'm getting jobbed, you know, by the third one. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. But so that's, I mean, that's basically what I've done in COVID is okay. watch TV. I did tell you that I did lead a step class when I did have COVID peak, very bad. Peak COVID taught a step peak, class. Truly it was peak COVID. Like I woke up and I was like, I don't, cause I don't, you know, it's just me running it. And I had like new people that I knew were coming and I was like really excited for these people to finally get a chance to join and. I just went for it and I said, if I pass out, my husband knows I'm out here. <laughs> Plus, you need the money. You need the I cash. I need that five extra bucks, baby. Need that cash. Erin's so. got a lot of dental work she's got to get done. <laughs> Eating a lot of saltwater taffy, not brushing. Yeah, I'm all fucked up. So, fucked so I did up. do that. I did, I did survive it, but I did not exercise for, for two days now. And it feels weird, but I think that's what you're supposed to do. I think I'm supposed to rest. I think so. That's yeah. You did. You want to let your body recover and, um, you know, want to eat and maintain your calories and then, uh, definitely relax. Are you getting getting a little sun outside that can help too? Maybe I did go outside. I went outside before this, uh, threw the ball around for my dogs. Um, and it was hot. It, w- it was hot, but it did feel good. I don't think I did that yesterday, which, I think is why I felt like my eyes were going to melt out of my face from watching so much TV. Eyes felt crunk. Um, yep. Now I noticed, so I had it too. Um, I'm, I'm just about due for a reinfection. I think I'm now back. Yeah, to I've just been looking the, at some charts and yeah, you're, you're, yeah, I'm you're well, up to bat. yeah, well to do, well to do for another breakthrough infection, reinfection. Um, but, um, I was fortunate in that I didn't really have many symptoms, but although I do, after knowing I had it, I was like, okay, I can feel that I did have it. Um, but I also just felt weak in the gym too. Like, well, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't necessarily feel like stuffy nose or cough or anything. Like I felt weak in the gym. Um, but, you know, I don't know. 
Have, have you lifted much weights? Probably not, right? You just did the step and... I just did the step. I thought about maybe today just doing like a very lightweight something just to see what it felt like because my my energy... So the couple days before I tested positive, I felt really, really weak, but it was saying negative. And so I was like... So I was like trying to still do stuff, but I was like very, very low strength feeling like felt very weak. And so now I don't feel as weak, but now I just feel like I have like a, a crazy cold a head cold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and cough constantly. So I, I think I might try it just to see what it feels like. Nothing crazy, but just to, just to lift a little bit of weight. But, uh, you know, I, again, I don't know if that's even the right choice today, but maybe tomorrow you know, worst case scenario. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting to know what, you know, how you're going to come out on this, you know, cause some people have very mild guns. Some people get really sick from it still, even with these newer, uh, variations of it, you know, I know. who knows? Um, but I know. I, I also feel like the person that watched like breaking bad two years after, like, it's just like, everyone has already gone through this and talked about it. And now I'm like, okay, who, who finally I, I can, I, I can identify with everyone else that has COVID. Does anyone still want to talk about COVID? No, COVID am I right guys? And we're like, come on, Aaron, what is this fucking 2021 for Christ's sake? <laughs> 2020 to 2021.8. Uh, does that make sense? <laughs> I think it does. Brain fog for sure. Um, yeah. So, okay. So what else did you watch TV? What else did you guys do? Have you watched any movies? Oh yeah. You told we me did watch movies. movies. I yeah. told you those. Uh, I think I didn't tell you all the TV, all the TV I've watched. I watched the entire season of candy, which is a true crime story on Hulu. Oh yeah. Jessica Biel is Jessica the, Biel. That's right. Yeah. And there is an amazing scene, which I feel like the Dumbo listeners should at least check out if you don't watch anything else. But it's only five episodes and they do this thing where they make Jessica Biel look old and or like not old, but like homely, but she is absolutely not at all. And so that's one thing that always kills me is when they try to make beautiful stars look homely. (laughs) And then and then the like the guy that she like wants to. This is kind of a spoiler, but she like decides she wants to have an affair (laughs) and the guy like they do this reveal of both of them playing volleyball at the like the church volleyball league and up to this point you've only seen them both in like the most homely looking clothes they have to actually show their bodies and they're all like have to show their bodies and they have them like greased up and like jessica beal is hot as like she's like She's always been hot and like, but she's like hot in like a really fit way. Yeah. And then this guy, I don't know who he is. I, I'm going to look him up. He's like, all of a sudden we're like that guy, that's the same guy as we've been talking about. He was also like crazy jacked. And then of course she's like, yeah, you, I want to have an affair with you. I was just like, oh my gosh. But that scene was so like shockingly hilarious to have it be so homely into like just two hotties trying to trying to was it a cinematic their families a cinematic choice to make them like look hot like that or was it just these actors have no choice 
I think it had to have been because of the greased up factor. Like they were like, they truly were greased. Like their skin was glowing, glistening. And you do not sweat like that when you're playing church volleyball. It was like Top Gun. Exactly. There's a fucking beach volleyball scene in Top Gun, for Christ's sake, Aaron. And a a football scene in Top Gun Maverick. A shirts off football scene. Shirts off? Okay. Yeah. Um, So... Um, so that was fun to watch. Only five episodes. Truly uh, easy breezy, crazy if you like true crime, and it was fun. But that's it. That sounds I cute. Uh, I think I'll check it out. Um, <clears throat> not- I think it's like the second, second, uh, second, maybe third episode, but there's only five, so it happens... In, in the middle. I'm only interested in the volleyball scene, but I'll, <coughs> I'll report back as the exact timestamp for that, for all the other pervs we'll, out we'll there. We'll post listening. about it too. If, if anyone's a creep like us. Yeah. Perv watch. Hey everybody, oh, also, it's Stanger with perv watch. <laughs> I will also say that Justin Timberlake is in it too, in this, in this show. And they try to make him look like a, a freaking dork. And I mean, I think Not he probably hard. is a dork, but like, I was just like, you just make it. He looks like Justin Timberlake wearing a mustache. And I think he already has a mustache. Like, I don't know. He just looked silly. So check it out. I wouldn't say Hulu's best. um, I wouldn't say their costuming is like, I think they spent all their money on costuming on Handmaid's Tale. And then everyone else just gets the same fake mustache and the same uh, thick, like 80s glasses. So Hulu execs, come at me. Uh, Timberlake, interesting phenomenon there. It, everybody loved him, couldn't get enough of him. He could have actually made it on SNL. You know, like if he wasn't a famous <laughs> yeah. singer, he could have been. It was like what people would say. And then all of a sudden we just turned on him. Like nobody likes him anymore. Well, he kind of did that like kind of cheaty thing with that woman. Do you remember? Oh, he cheated with somebody? Oh, well, no, he like was like good. holding hands with oh. this, like I think it was maybe a co-star of, of something. And he like did this public apology Hmm. to Jessica Biel and stuff. And they seem to be together still, but I, I think people might've gotten tired of him. Could be. I mean, he seemed indestructible there for a while. I mean, he's getting like big movies and people, you know, loved everything. Nothing he said wasn't funny. And then now he's kind of like, uh, I mean, does he even make an albums anymore? Maybe he just real he recognized that and stepped back from the spotlight. Yeah, a I think bit. he needed a. He's like, I'm putting myself in timeout, or maybe his manager put him in timeout. Bamba's mission is simple: make the most comfortable clothes ever, and we match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bamba's, you are also giving to someone in need. Uh, feel good, feel good company, feel good sponsor. We're happy yep. to partner with them. Uh, here's something else about Bombas. Now they talk about all the good stuff they do and that's great. Um, but they also happen to make wonderful clothes. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And talking about socks, the sock game stayed the same for years. It's safe to mm-hmm. say that socks and sock design and sock, um, inventiveness was stagnant for, I don't know. Asleep at the wheel, some would say. a hundred years. I don't know, however long they've been making socks. So Bombas comes in and they're designing their socks and, you know, the rest of the stuff they're doing, shirts and underwear, to be the clothes you actually want to put on every day. Um, Can't wait to put on every day. 
And that's yep. huge. Those 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 items I just listed off, those used to be afterthoughts. It was like, well, who cares? We'll just people need to wear undershirts, they'll just buy them. They need to wear underwear, they'll just buy them, they need socks. But Bombas is like, no, these these can actually be good. So they're making their stuff soft, seamless, tagless. They're giving it a cozy feel. They got a pair of Bomba socks for everything you do, no matter what activity you're into, what sports you're playing. They got you covered with their performance socks. They come in tons of options, um, performance styles with sweat wicking yarns, um, which, which means saved that my life. <laughs> yeah, your feet are staying cool while the rest of your body works up a sweat. Yeah, you don't, don't have uh, as you know stinky feet. Don't you know come into your house no more, which I appreciate. Yeah, we used to be able to smell Aaron's feet before she even got to our house. And we're like, get some Bombas, please, because your feet stink. Um, No-show socks, that's a huge, huge, huge development for Stanger because I was a no-show sock guy. They used to be truly bottom of the barrel in regards to the already <laughs> yeah, paltry. sad, the saddest socks. Paltry sock design that was out there before until Bombas came in. Now, no-show socks they're designed for comfort uh, while also being specially engineered to never fall down. So let your ankles be free to soak up the sunlight and rest assured that the Bombas no-show socks are going to stay put. Now, Stanger, I know you love the socks. Are you rocking the tees and the undies too? I'm so glad you mentioned that, Aaron, because I absolutely am. The t-shirts are made with a thoughtful design, invisible seams, soft fabrics, perfect weight so they hang just right. They're not clinging to my midsection too much. That can be okay. They got room, but it still looks nice. Yeah, tapered. They're not blousey, but at the same time, they're not hugging my jiggles like a a hug I don't (laughs) want, you know? Um, And the underwear, very breathable, very breathable, fits well, um, feels like I'm wearing nothing at all in a good way. That makes sense. Right, not like a nightmare dream way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I don't know if you know this, but. Socks, underwear, and T-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. Did you know that? I didn't, but it makes sense. Okay, well, that is why Bombas donates one for every item you buy, like I said in the beginning. So, so, so far, Bombas customers like you, Stanger, big, big time, have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing, which... Give yourself a pat on the back for joining on with such a great company as Bombas. That is awesome. That's and that's substantial too. A lot of companies will say, "Hey, we're doing something," but they don't. They're not listing they the don't. numbers. Yeah, yeah. Bombas at fifty million. That's a that's a huge number. So yep. good to hear. Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells and get twenty percent off your first purchase. That's b o m b a s dot com slash dumbbells for twenty percent off. Bombas.com slash dumbbells. What's up, everybody? You got Stanger here, and I want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have for the show today called BioOptimizers. They have just released their new and improved formula for Magnesium Breakthrough, the most powerful magnesium supplement on the market today. I've been taking a magnesium supplement for probably like six or seven years now. It's a very important micronutrient. I, I didn't know I was deficient. A lot of people are. They don't know that they are. And getting your magnesium levels uh, in the appropriate range can be major. Um, It does a lot for you, for stress, for sleep. I was having some twitchiness in my muscles. um, And so when I started supplementing with magnesium, um, all that stuff kind of leveled off and improved. 
And uh, it, it was truly miraculous in some ways for me. And so I started looking more into magnesium and I found out that there can be issues with how bioavailable the magnesium you're supplementing with is. Um, so you want to make sure you're taking something in a high quality form like magnesium breakthrough. This is the new fourth generation from BioOptimizers. Um, it's even more potent and effective for reducing stress, improving sleep, and boosting energy levels. If you've already taken their magnesium breakthrough, you're going to want to try the new formula as soon as you can because it now includes cofactors like vitamin B6 and manganese, um, and that helps with the absorption of magnesium. So that's what I was talking about. You want to make sure it's bioavailable. Um, if you've never tried magnesium breakthrough before or any kind of magnesium supplement, now is the perfect time to do it. Here is why. Uh, First, magnesium is involved in 80% of the body's metabolic reactions, okay? So you need it and you use it a lot. And second, about 75% of people are not getting enough magnesium. Um, it's a much bigger problem than people think because when you don't get enough magnesium, you're going to suffer from poor sleep, lower energy, and even higher stress levels. In every bottle of Magnesium Breakthrough, you get seven unique forms of organic, full-spectrum magnesium which can dramatically improve your health. Like I said earlier, it can help you sleep longer and deeper, can reduce stress levels and help you feel calm, and give you abundant all-day energy to win at life. We want you guys to win at life. Who doesn't want to win at life? You want to lose at life? No, you want to win. Get yourself some magnesium breakthrough. Um, also, it supports mental wellness. Um, so if you're feeling out of sorts or a little frazzled, maybe it can help you feel like yourself again. All you got to do is take two capsules before you go to bed, and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and energy levels and how much more rested you'll feel when you wake up. Uh, for an exclusive offer for our listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. Oh, and one last thing. If you want your loved ones to be healthier, consider giving them the gift of magnesium breakthrough for Father's Day or even a spring birthday or a summer birthday or just because you love them. You could do it for any reason, guys. You don't, it doesn't have to be one of those. Do it because you like the person. Maybe give it to your enemies. Love thy enemies. Give your enemies some magnesium breakthrough. Again, that special link is magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. That's M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H, magbreakthrough.com slash dumbbells. And now, back to the episode. Do you think I'm... Uh, overexposed right now, Aaron. Should I step back from the spotlight a little With bit? With the two to three buttons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Stanger, this is your time to step back. It's three. So really... <laughs> Are you checking? I can't see. <laughs> it's three. It's three. There you go. Um, no, I think, I think you're right in the sweet spot, Stanger. You know, just enough people are paying attention to you. You know, so this is your, make your big move. Make the big move now. Uh, I'm going out chest exposed. I do have a hairy chest. Um, it's, <laughs> hey, just it the happens. it's just the reality of it. I won't shave it. I have shaved yeah. it for jobs before. 
but I won't shave it. Do, do like when you go in the casting room and people see your hairy chest, do they, they ask, Hey, will you shave your mustache? And like, sure. And then they say, will you shave your chest? And you're like, huh? depends uh, on the money. Um, I say no for the mustache. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Just to see how they react to it. Nah. Yeah. I'm always like, nope. And they're like, oh, okay. All right. Well, this, <laughs> this is a wasted audition then. And thanks for your time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, occasionally like I would before, like I would do some kind of fitnessy type stuff and then you would have to like shave it. And then after a while, just like, I'm fucking tired of doing this. So I just, I'm not going to. I don't really mm-hmm. do those any anymore anyway, or really probably could do them anyway. But um, just so that anybody out there listening know that I wouldn't, if you guys were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, I uh, won't. How's how has your appetite been, and how has food been since you've been under the oh, weather? Fuck. You were uh, on a roll going into it. You were in a good space, right? I was in a good space. I will say that I did go. You know, I think we got COVID from the wedding we went to. And the wedding we went to, we went to this um, bar restaurant in Joshua Tree called Pappy and Harriet's. And they have this macaroni and cheese that is, have you ever been? I have not. Oh my God. This macaroni and cheese is like the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had, ever hands down. It's so good. I ate that. I had a beer. I don't normally drink beer. I love it, but it's it really does stay with me for a long time. <coughs> Sorry. Woo! And um and so I kind of went off the rails that weekend and then was like getting myself back. What, what on the with rails. the mac and cheese and beer? Anything else? That's not that bad. Oh yeah, no, there was a lot more uh okay. problems. It was like I I wasn't I personally wasn't in charge of the food, so it was like we had like a fried egg with like you weren't catering the wedding brisket. is what you were saying. <laughs> right, right, right. I wasn't catering. Okay. <coughs> so other people are ordering and they're, you know, you're just relaxing <coughs> and you don't want to be like the diet freak. Like actually let's get some steamed yes. broccoli for the table, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and like it was more like uh well, I did have a salad that night, but it was still like I ate the mac and cheese and we had like they had like nachos, but instead of chips, it was um, fries. Loaded <coughs> fries. Yeah. So I like it was wait, like wait wait wait, like, wait wait was there like beans and sour cream and guac <coughs> on the fries? Um, not beans, but it was like nacho okay, so cheese. That's not exactly um, like there, nachos. I think there was then. sour cream. Like it was like wow. Like it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was was crazy. that at the same place? Chives. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Look, I'm not, I said like we had hmm, like, like I was skeptical, but it does sound good. <laughs> it, it was, it was. Um, we had like fried rice brisket and fried egg for breakfast the next day. So like I didn't see a green for like 48 hours and that is not usual for me. So. Um, well, hey, you're out in a Joshua tree. Not a lot of green out there anyway. You know, nope. even growing desert, desert living. Um, and so then I was like recovering from that and then COVID hit. And I will tell you, I lost my, uh, my taste a little bit. Like it might just be because my nose is so stuffed up, but I couldn't taste really anything. So, I, and I also kind of, I don't know if this makes sense that people that have had it, but like, I didn't give a shit. And so we like ordered 
pizza. Mm-hmm. And I ate pizza. And I don't try to make that a habit in my life, but it was just kind of like, who cares? So I had like, yeah, I think you just kind of get into survival mode where you're just like, you just <laughs> yeah. want to like comfort yourself because you feel so yeah, shitty. I think, I think that's what it was. It was the comfort aspect. So I like ate, I would eat like water. I ate a lot of watermelon. We got ice cream and pizza and then. Sounds great. That it was, I mean, it was great, but it was not, not a healthy day. So then the next day we like ordered a bunch of like actual groceries so that we would not just be living off of pizza and watermelon. And so it's gotten a and little bit cream. better. And ice cream. We <laughs> ate it all. Don't worry. It's gone. And also, I confess, so we got one, one of the little pints. you're hitting all the food groups if you had some veggies <laughs> we, on the pizza. How does that break down? <laughs> like if you had Just, like some onion on the pizza or something or bell peppers. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we actually... Today we went ahead and made some food that we were, that was going to go bad while we both had energy cuz what was happening is when we would get to dinner we were just like both exhausted and we stay, were just like whatever. stay zonked instead of exhausted. Stay, we were so zonked it was crazy. Um and so today we had energy we're like let's just make this whole thing of turkey meatballs so we at least have one healthy thing to fall back on if shit hits the fan. Um Oh, but I could, I told Jason that when I was like a valet at, at Vanderbilt in Nashville, I used to, after a hard day of working in the summer, go get one of those pints of ice cream from Ben and Jerry's half baked. And I would see how fast I could eat it. <laughs> that shit's because Ben and Jerry's, they don't scrimp on the f- calories and sugar. I mean, their oh, shit's no. like, they're like, they're like double other stuff somehow. It's, it's so dense, but it was like, it, I wasn't, it wasn't when I was fat because I was like, I had worked really hard to lose a bunch of weight and then I was a valet. So I was running. Yeah. I remember you telling us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I could do that. And I was like 26. So I was younger. It, shit was working pr- properly. And so I, and so I like timed it one time I ate it in like six and a half minutes and I was oh, like, "Oh wow!" So you really were going for time on this. You were trying. Oh, to I was it. going for time. Yeah, that was not a joke. I was like, "Man, I can eat these really fast." I wonder how fast it is. And then I tied myself. And I was like, "I'm crazy." Um, Does it affect but, your enjoyment banging through it that quick? I'm sure, but it you know it's also <laughs> kind of fun to, to to do what I did. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but I eventually got wise because they also have a frozen yogurt half baked. Mm. Harder to find, but there was one at the Walmart next to my house there and like half the calories or even less than half. Like it was like way, it was a way better, healthier option, but I could eat that one in like four because it is not as dense. Mm. Woo, baby. A lot of good active cultures in there for your gut health. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was was like just really important stuff. Why am I talking about this? Stinger, you have led me down this road. No, people like to hear about, you know, your indulgences and your time and yourself eating Ben and Jerry's. It's all good stuff. Well, I, I'm just curious as to, you know, everybody, you know, has a different uh, like effect from the COVID. And so, but I, I think if you're not yeah. nauseous that, you know, wanting to have a little comfort food is what is, what is the old, adage feed a cold and starve a fever but it the, i read that it doesn't really matter anyway that like that shit's all oh, bullshit. interesting i don't know if that's it might it might be those reversed but it also doesn't matter um, 
So let's talk. Well, and ab- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, as I was supposed to do the full Murph on Thursday, because that's how my, so my gym does it. We practice all month. Every Thursday we get a, like, we start with doing a, a quarter and then a half and then a th- uh, three fourths and then the full thing. So I was supposed to do the full thing this last Thursday, but that was, um, that was the day that Jason tested positive. So we didn't go anywhere. Right. And, uh, and so I missed doing the full one this year, but I, I think I still might try to do it like on my own. Cause I do like seeing kind of like what, where my time is at. Cause I, I have done it for the last five years, five, this was going to be my sixth, I think. Um, and with COVID for the last couple of years, it has been a little different because yeah, I couldn't train for it or do it in a professional kind of setting. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you can't like, I didn't have a pull-up bar and I refused to get one of those door frame ones because I have fallen off of one of those before and scary. Yeah. So, um, so I, I have done it like variations you like, of fall it. through your floor and fall all the way to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's always a chance. Like, I do not want to. I do not want to do that. <laughs> Wake up next to the devil. Holy shit, that would be awful. <laughs> that, would, that would suck. So, um, so no, no, no way in or out of hell am I doing that. Um. So, for people that don't know, let's indoctrinate them. Um, yes, please. The Murph is named after a Navy lieutenant, Michael Murphy, who's a, a hero, won the Congressional Medal of Honor, um, you know, the highest award uh, given to, you know, people in the military. Um, so big deal. And this is uh, done traditionally on Memorial Day weekend in honor of him. It's a workout named after him. It's extremely challenging physically and mentally, and it entails, um, it consists of a one-mile run. Tell me if I mess anything up on this. 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats, and then to uh, add insult to injury, (laughs) Mm -hmm. another one-mile run, and it's all done consecutively. Um, And so the, the... you do it as, you know, you just do as, as you can do it and you do it for time. And so, you know, it could take mm-hmm. you all day to do. And no surprise, that last mile run is the real killer in that because it's yeah. waiting for you right at the end after you get through all that stuff. So, Aaron, in your experience, um, you mentioned that, you know, kind of gearing up for it, you do it incrementally, like pieces of it, building to like this kind of final day to where you do the full Monty. Um mm-hmm. But how, how has it looked for you and what's the best time you got? And uh, how do you find, what do you find people do to, to break things up and, you know, make it doable? Yeah. Um, well, I would like my fastest time was my fastest time because I did, it was like my first year and I did everything very modified. Okay. So like the first year I did it in like 47 minutes and it was because I did all the push-ups on my knees and all of the pull-ups. I had like a really heavy, like resistance band helping me do my pull-ups. Gotcha. And so and the but, air so squats are easy. 40 minutes is like, um, that's like the time for a fit person. Like in that kind of 40 minute range is like what real fit people are doing. If they're doing it right. I uh, think, well, I, I feel like, um, 
uh, I think like an hour, like like fifty to an hour is like a a good time. A good time for okay. a fit person. Um, some people also wear the vest, like the weight vest. Oh, so um, they're adding a little. Yeah, I think it has to do with like some people. Some people that were doing it in his honor were wearing their um their armor. Was that oh, the right like word? whatever the gear would weigh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The gear. Yeah. Um, so, so some people do the 20 or 25 pound vest to like symbolize that. Um, so I've never done that. That's above my pay grade. <clears throat> I would say that my, I still can't do freaking pull-ups, but the thing that I did this year that, um, some of the trainers at my gym were like, you should try this was, um, like people break it up. So you don't have to do them all in a row. Like if you're being like the strictest of strict, then yes, you do them all in a row. But I tried to do that the first week of this one. So it was like the, the, the quarter one. And I just doing that many pushups in a row, God in heaven, I just like was gassed after like 22. And I was like having to take so many breaks. So, um, it was breaking it up in doing three, six, nine. So three pull-ups, six push-ups, nine squats. Wow. What a, what a better, it's like kind of makes you dizzy because you're like truly going in a little circle, like so fast, Mm -hmm. but to do six push-ups instead of even 10 saves your arms from failure. And then the pull-ups to do three and I do kipping. So a kipping for three is way easier than whatever other number you would do to, to make it to a hundred hundred people yeah. do 10. Yeah. And it's, but it is supposed to be done consecutively. They're saying you're supposed to do it. Yeah. yeah that's like the, that's the, um, I mean, that's the pros. Like those are the people that are the freaks. The Yeah. The, the, the people who are like, you can't have coffee or it ruins your fast, your intermittent fasting. Yeah. And those, those people, which okay. those people are probably right, but that's not me. I can't, God I can't bless do that. Yeah. So, so we, I break it up. I've never, like I said, I tried to do it one time with the smallest number and I was stuck on the pushups for so long. Everyone else left the gym and I was still there like sadly doing the saddest pushups ever. Um, so I decided that was not going to be my route. And so I did the three, six, nine and it worked like a charm. God, the pushups seem hard because like all, I do a lot of pushups, you know, it's just kind of warm up and throughout workouts and stuff. And, um, and then I'm usually doing like 25, but then sometimes I'll be like, let me just see, let me just throw, if I can do 50 here. And like, uh, it's hard, man, you know, doing 200, I couldn't fucking imagine. And you're like, I am so sore from doing like, it's just air squats, but doing that many is so 300 squats. You're so sore the next day. Like it is crazy how sore you are from doing that many air squats. Yeah. I wonder if I could do it just on a treadmill. Just do the mile run on a treadmill. Does that feel better on your knees? I'm just... Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I could, I have like a pull-up bar here at my house, but it just seemed, I'm just trying to think of like the easiest, most contained way to do it. Um, you know, I guess I could go like 
mark off like a mile run for myself. I don't know. <laughs> you could also just like, I think, um, I don't know if they have, I don't know if it's the same one for one. Like if you did a bike or, cause you have a bike, so you could do like a, I don't know what, I'm sure you could find it online. Cause I saw some other variations online that was like, if you like kettlebells, you can do this. And you know, they have other options. I'd like to do, I'd like to try to do the real thing if I can. I'll, I will never forget the first year I did it and I had to do the mile at the end of all of this. And this is after doing my pushups on my knees, like heavy assisted um, pull-ups. I ran that mile. Like, I think it took me like something like 14 minutes and I'm not a crazy fast mile runner, but normally I can do it in like nine or 10. But hey, it's like, you know, not crazy. Yeah. And it just, like I was like, my arms couldn't, help me like my arms were like I they were down at my side I was like if someone just sees me running just for the first time today only they're driving their cars and then they look over there and be like what that lady has no bones (laughs) yeah she has no arm bones what's up with her just the saddest woman running down oh my gosh I just I think of that and that was once there was a day also that I I got broke up with the night before and I cry ran around the block, the same block. And I'm like, what if the just one car happened to see me both of those times? <laughs> one time running with no bones in my arms and the other time cry running. I can't. Oh, I hope that person exists. Could have been the determining factor for them not moving into that neighborhood. Just like, I can't fucking <laughs> yeah, deal with like, this. Just one. Make up your mind. Woman. <laughs> Make up your mind. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, you, I mean, you should try it. It's, it is, it does, you know, makes a man out of you, you know? Yeah. Uh, definitely would have been a good idea for the show for me to try it. Um, but <laughs> I do get scared of hard things. So, well, today, no, today is Memorial Day, right? Yeah, today would be the day to do it. Yeah, I mean, you still got what five, six hours left in the day. So let's do it. I Sarah. put a hard one in. I put a hard workout in. No Murph, but I put a hard workout in today. Mm. All right, um, well, I'll do it tomorrow. A turf workout. <laughs> a turf? Yeah. <laughs> That's your take on the the Murph, the yeah, turf, the J.K. Rowling turf workout. Um, nah, I'm joking. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> way to bring up the most controversial author of all time. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I do, did like a big hike with my dog today and, uh, went to the gym and, you know, lifted weights and shit. Got a little stair stepper. Are I, you, you still know, doing the heaviest weights you've ever done? Still going pretty heavy. Yeah. Are you getting, you getting results you like? Uh, I mean, I, I probably am a little bulkier than what I'd like to be. You know, I like to be a little more, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know, just a little more tapered and I tend to get a little blocky when I put size on, but it's fine. It's ultimately going to serve me in the long run. And like, um, I think I'll be, I'll be able to get leaner for it. And I just had to do it. Like I just had, I had just kind of like dieted or not even dieted, but just restricted myself and, and, and just whittled away so much muscle that it was, I was just losing, you know, like I was losing muscle and not getting the desired leanness because I had, you know, just cut into that muscle so much. I'm not articulating myself very well, but I, I had to just kind of take stock and then put a little bit more size on, make my engine a little bigger. And then now I'll kind of whittle down again. 
a, a cut, if you will? Kind of. I, I wouldn't put it too much in those parameters because that sounds, it just, that sounds more finite. And mm-hmm. I like, I'm more like, what can I do long-term? What's like a lifestyle thing? And I, yeah. I think even when you're doing that, it is important to make modifications, make adjustments, uh, be organic, adjust. And I had just yeah. been too long in doing the same thing. And so it yeah. stopped serving me ultimately. And so I needed to, um, but this, I know that the path I'm on right now isn't something I would want to stay on and wouldn't be good for me to stay on long-term just, you know, as far as kind of wear and tear and joints and all that stuff, but it yeah. was like a necessary thing. And so like, I'll, I'll keep it going and then, and then start to like taper a little bit just cause even like, I can even feel like my, you know, my joints like a little beat up from some of the stuff I'm doing, but still, we're still okay, you know, okay. but you know, Stanger is advancing in age. Um, so <laughs> it is something <laughs> I, do, true. I do have to acknowledge. Um, but yeah, so going heavy, it's interesting though, because if I, if I kind of think back to when I was lifting my heaviest, I'm, I'm far, far away from that. And then even my kind of my first step down or phase down from like really heavy lifting, you know, the kind of weight that I would do, I'm still not even doing that stuff yet. I mean, my shoulder was so messed up for so long. Like I couldn't even really do flat bench for a couple of years. And then now it actually feels good enough to do that. And so, but it's still like the weights I use, like I just lost so much, um, you know, kind of muscle volume and strength that it's just, it's interesting to see, you know, in front of me. Cause I never really tested it. I just kind of stopped doing that stuff. Um, because I couldn't find a workaround pain wise. And then, so now I can, it's the first I've kind of like really dusted everything off and taken a look like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. This engine only goes to 32 miles per hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't really opened it up on the road and I always just assume like, well, they, you know, hundred miles an hour is always there if I need it. No, not the case. 32 miles per hour is there. 32 out of a hundred. Hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah. 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 Look, I'll take it, you know? Uh, so, but yeah, so, but it's, but I will say it has been fun. It has felt good to do that. And, um, and yeah, but I'm kind of anxious to, um, to, to scale back a little bit and then, you know, cut back on some of the food stuff just cause I feel like I have to eat a lot and it's, you know, yeah, it could take some of the fun away from eating. And also like, it's not like it's just all the stuff I want to eat. It's, you know, right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's still like, even if you, cause I've heard this about, you know, like, I think we even talked about it with like the, the Kingsman diet and stuff. It's like, Oh, like you got to eat 4,200 calories. I don't think they really worried too much about what they were doing on the Kingsman, you know? Oh yeah. He's got wearing suits and stuff, you know? (laughs) I love those movies. Um, there's a, I, they're weird that the ending of that first one is fucking weird. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember, but I, I just know they all look good and they got cute dogs. I think in the second one, they get cute dogs. <coughs> I don't um, want to remind you what happens at the end of the first one. There you is, want to remind me? No, I mean, I do. And I don't, there is, Maybe I'll rewatch. It's like the last scene. It's like the last frames of the movie he gets to have, he, he like is going to have sex with some woman. Um, I can't even remember how it's all set up, but like, she's there for him to have sex with. 
And then it's like, it's going to be, it's gonna, <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to say, but it's not traditional sex that he's going to have. Oh. <laughs> it's very strange. I'm like, what, this, how did this joke make it in this movie? Like how did, at some point you think like, uh, okay, nah, maybe we can kind of hint that these two are going to hook up, but we don't need to go this far with it. But and um, it went that far. It goes that far. And like, it's not God, even, it's not even me reading into it. It's 100% that <laughs> man. Well, it's really, anyways. it's really strange. It's really strange. Well, even if, even we, like, even my sensibilities, like I'm as I'm, a, I'm a fucking creep show. And I was just like, Whoa, <laughs> this, how the fuck did this make it into this movie? Even I'd be like, Oh no, we can't. <laughs> People know. I, people know I me. I wish I remembered how it ended. Now no. I, I really do like those movies. I am sure that there are people that this is. I'm not the first to talk about this, and I bet there's YouTube clips of it, like with like question marks, like what the fuck? Yeah, this is the end of this. <laughs> so otherwise, kind of like that's the freaking end. Fun movie, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the other ones, but I'm sure they're great. Yeah, I can't imagine you weren't like, let's see how this picks back up in episode two. Um, um, no, but they talk about in was it the Northman, Northman, how many calories. And I could imagine that it would be just as equally not fun to have to to have to eat 4,200 calories as it is to feel like you have to eat 1,400 calories yeah. On the other end of it. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's also the stuff that you're, that I'm letting myself have. Like I'm just trying to eat more of what I was already eating before, you know, vegetables right. and protein. So, you know, it's not like you're just like, woohoo, a donut today. Yeah. Or gnocchi or, uh, you know, whatever people. Oh yeah. <laughs> or a pizza. Come on. Where'd you get the pizza from? Oh, I, when I say we ordered pizza, I meant that we, we ordered Ralph's delivery and got a DiGiorno pizza that we cooked in the oven. Are you for real? That's what you got? <clears throat> it was so good and I could barely taste it. Like I, it was like doughy. Like that's really all I could taste was like the, the doughiness of it. Yeah. And it was so good. Well, and I should clarify too, that what you got was not delivery. It was DiGiorno. Um, <laughs> Gotta go. Just, well done. I just want to be clear. But um, next time you guys are going to do that, let me step in and I'll I'll handle the pizza for you. <laughs> Definitely don't do a fucking. Do you have a pizza place? We should. <laughs> yeah, we'll find you one. Uh, let's not do fucking okay. a Ralph's frozen pizza for Christ's sake, you guys. <laughs> have a little self respect. We were sick. We were sick. Just text we me. Didn't know what we text do. me and I'll handle. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Play, okay. No matter where I, even if I'm not in the country, I'll still, I've got some friends. <laughs> Come I can, through? Yeah. Just say yeah. I'm finally going to, you know, pull the trigger on a pizza here and I'm tempted to do DiGiorno from Ralph's <laughs> help and I'll step in and we'll make sure that. <clears throat> it's like Stinger has silent as notification silenced, except for this. Yeah. <laughs> Please. No matter what's going on in my life, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I will drop everything and. Make sure that we give you, uh, you know, something. We're you- thinking DiGiorno. Yeah. Hey, it was, it was, uh, maybe if I could taste better, it would have sucked, but it was perfect. 
Uh, well, I mean, hey, look, your experience is your experience, and so I'm yep. glad that you enjoyed it, and that's fine. My sister and I <laughs> used to get Bobley pizzas. Did you guys ever do that? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. just the crust. It was a pre-made crust, not frozen or anything, literally already baked and done, and then you would just- yeah add stuff and then bake it again. And we, it tasted like shit, but we convinced ourselves like, this is, we're great at this. And we're using like fucking ragu, you know, like shitty. <laughs> yes. Jarred sauce. Fuck well, it. when the pandemic started, Jason and I were getting like, they have like the dough at Trader Joe's. Yeah. That was that's like cool. Garlic you, and herb. Yeah. You can, and that was so good. Yes. That's fine. Cause you're doing it. You're doing it all, you yeah. know, ad hoc at home with your shit. Yeah. But, and you can get pizza sauce and the whole deal, but yeah, but this was different. This is bad. Sure. This is not, this is unforgivable, <laughs> but we're moving on. Um, okay. So, yeah. So we were talked about how you break it up and the, you know, the, now what did you do? At, at, what do you like to do after your Murphs? Do you, um, do you have like a little <laughs> well, go. celebration meal? Do you do ice bath? Do you relax? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I, I would just do the, a big celebration meal. So it was like pre pandemic. It was like, where's everybody going to go? We would usually go like some like breakfast place. So everyone could get like a stack of pancakes and really live it up. Right. I would say, I think pancakes are my, because I talked about that on the episode with Adam Conover talking about the marathon. Yes. Because I love pancakes, but I don't see the point of pancakes. He had nothing, right? He had no meal after his. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think he, I think what he said was like, he like finished the pasta from the night before or something. Yeah. (laughs) And I had both times I ran a half went and had pancakes after. Yeah. And so I think that's like pancakes, waffles, like that kind of thing. I reserve for those like sort of after a big, crazy once in a lifetime workouts. Do you prefer pancakes to waffles? Waffles. I, I like, I think I like them both, but I think that this is, I think this is fat kid mentality is like, you get more pancakes. You don't get, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You get a stack. You like, usually have like places that serve waffles. They just give you one like big one. Yeah. Which is fine. It's still a huge waffle, but I like the visual of just like eight pancakes stacked on top of each other. I, I remember like, uh, I do too. Uh, I remember the, uh, Dave Tooney had some tweet about like, unlimited pancakes should just be two or three pancakes. Cause it's like really all you can have. <laughs> I know you're just like, know, you're done. You're just like, I'm fucking done. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Cause it really is just the same flavor over and over and yeah. over. Unless you have like, you know, berries or something to mix in or, but re- yeah. How long can you eat pancakes? I don't know. Do you like the, uh, on your Johnny cakes? Uh, do you like, what are Johnny cakes? Are those hot cakes? Are those the same <laughs> as pancakes or is it something different? I, I don't know. On your pancakes, just so we're clear on what I'm talking about. Okay. We don't, neither of us know what Johnny cakes <laughs> neither are. Neither of us have a freaking clue. I don't uh, even think I've heard it called that before. Do you like your butter completely melted? Do you like no butter or do you like to see the butter a little bit? I like to see the butter. Me too. I like it to melt eventually, but I like when it's presented to me or if I'm making it, I like to see the butter. I even like a couple of bites where I'm like, I can see the butter and I'm biting it too before. It's yeah, just, I'm fine with it. Before yeah. it's just a, like a butter stain there or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you a sweet or 
Savory pancake? Like, well, I, I guess there's not a savory pancake. <laughs> Great question, Aaron. Uh, I'm a sweet pancake like everybody. <laughs> oh my God. No, What's I like savory pancake. What is a savory pancake? Listen, I like crab cakes and stuff too, I guess. I don't know. Is that what you mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's a crab cake, a savory pancake. Oh my God. Is anyone still listening? Help us. Um, I, well, I think what I would like, do you like, like, cause um, blueberries and like chocolate chips, two very different. So like blueberries have like a tartness maybe. Um, yeah. And then I like those. I mean, I like, but I maybe I probably just like buttermilk pancake. I mean, I think I just like this. Just, str- just plain. Yeah. But I do like blueberries sometimes. Um, you know, as a kid, you're fucking, you're dumb. So you're like chocolate chips or, you know, whatever. Know, it's all that stuff is just too much. It's, it's yeah. overloaded. Um, but, uh, but I do, there's this place I used to go to, uh, when I was in college, I can't remember what it was called. I, I want to say it was like Jim beans, like after the gym, after the alcohol, but they had mm-hmm. true silver dollar pancakes that were like the size of a silver dollar. Like I'm, I'm holding up my, Oh wow. Um, yeah. Your okay symbol. Um, and it, that is the okay symbol. It's not the <laughs> other one. Um, it, uh, oh, God. God. and they were so good. They were like, you wouldn't think they would be good. It was just like, what is this? Just little bits of dough from the pan or something like, <laughs> yeah. give me the big boys. But these ones were really good. Great classic silver dollar pancakes that were truly delicious might be my favorite. I looked up Johnny cake. Um, so they're like a, it's a cornmeal flatbread. It's a type of batter bread an early American staple food. Um, so definitely not a pancake at all. I kind of want to try one though. Oh yeah. It'd be interesting. I love the name. Um, Caribbean maybe. Uh, Yeah prepared on the Atlantic coast from Newfoundland to Jamaica. Um, yeah. Indigenous people of North America originated from. Cool. Yeah. Johnny I mean, I've King. never had them. I've never had them then. Great name. Johnny. Have you cake. been just going around calling regular pancakes? Johnny. No, cakes I never thing? have. I was trying to speak. Oh, thank I God. was trying to Ooh. speak in like flowery language for the podcast. You're trying to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get us in trouble. Uh, Um, my, the best pancakes I've ever had were at a restaurant outside of LSU, Louisiana state university. They were the thickest, but like fluffy, like light blueberry pancakes. They were huge. Yeah. It's cool. And they were the best pancakes I have ever had. They were, I had them at like midnight. This is before I drank. So I wasn't like, even like, it wasn't it like wasn't that. The booze. It was just like you didn't have pancake it was goggles. So on. good, <laughs> right? Pancake goggles. Yeah, it was, they were just like so good. It was right outside of campus. And I, I wish I remembered the name of it, but it was. They were incredible. There used to be a place in L.A. called the Griddle uh, on Sunset Boulevard oh, that yeah. had like crazy giant. It was legendary. I think it's still. They moved, and they're maybe in a hotel now or something. But I, I don't know if the food quality stayed the same, but when it was on yeah. sunset, it was great. I mean, you couldn't even come close to finishing them. They were huge and delicious. I, it's too bad it closed. I think it would have done really well with, with the popularity of Instagram and all that shit. Cause people, I mean, oh, yeah. just like, you just want to take a picture of those things and mm, share. Yeah. It. Would it fit in the frame? Hey, Hey, you, know. you don't know. 
Hey, hey, you will know, huh? Uh, so that's my Instagram guy. He doesn't know if stuff would fit in the frame. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love will that. it fit? Hey, you what don't a, know. What a great character. You don't know <laughs> until you try. That. We'll send you. Yeah. We'll send you to SNL, Stanger. Hey, Get Instagram guy. Will it fit? Hey, you don't know. All right. I guess you're right. <laughs> Um, Pete Davidson's leaving, so you have a shot. I'm just yeah, saying. There's people, they're making some space. I think I'm the right age yeah. now to kind of get in there. They're like, this guy's lifted <laughs> yeah. heavy recently. He's yeah. limited on his buttons. That's good. Yeah, everything <laughs> seems to check out. Everything checks out. Pizza snob, yes. Um, so, uh, so for people that are prepping for a Murph, what do you think is a good preparation? You mentioned, you know, the, the incremental stuff. And then also, um, you know, what kind of stretching going into it and then Post Murph, what do you think is the best way to avoid, you know, cataclysmic soreness or beating yourself up well, too much? Um, I would just say that running the like running a half mile or mile before your workout and then a half mile or mile after your workout, you because like whatever you do leading up, like I would focus on the weaknesses that you have in the, for the Murph. So like for me, it's pull-ups and push-ups. I can do 300 squats and I'm okay. But so for me, I was training my push-ups, trying to make them stronger, getting my um, pull-ups stronger. But it's that, it's that post run that who does this, right? Like, I don't feel like anyone is going for a mile or longer or whatever after they did a really hard lift. You'd only do it like maybe if, I'm, if you were in trouble or somebody was in danger or right, something. Right. Or yeah, if you're in a PE class and your PE teacher hates you. Yeah. Or you got a, like a, a bad card in soccer, you know, you have to go run. So I would say throw the run in after a, just a normal workout just to get your body and brain really um, oriented on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that seems crucial, and it's, even that one before, like getting used to pre fatigue, you know. Yeah, because that can that can kind of change the way those those uh, you know, all that stuff you're doing is going to hit a little different when you're pre fatigued like that. So if you're if you're used to that, if you have a little altitude training in that respect, so to speak, yeah, um, that could help. Cool, and then and then for and as then, far as soreness afterwards, what you just you stretch. I would. I mean, like, I like my my pecs, like I, I still don't even know if I'm doing these stretches. Right. But I like had a deep tissue massage where the person like pushed down on my like armpit. And I just like, I just like reacted very big to that. And so she showed me a couple of like pec stretches and I, again, I'm not sure that I'm doing them right, but I would say that was really helpful for me. Cause I don't know. I, I don't think I really learned them coming up through ex like learning how to exercise and stuff. I, maybe it's just not something that I paid attention to or that women are taught necessarily. Cause I don't know that women were like trying to do pec exercises for a long time. Cause mm -hmm. they were scared it was going to ruin their boobs or something. I don't know. But, um, but that stretch is really helpful. And then, you know, I'm always going to say Epsom salt bath. That's the, yeah. that's my answer to everything. Now, as a kid, did you ever place your hand in your armpit and make fart noises? By <laughs> no, I picked to play the trombone, so I just had a fart. I had a fart machine all the time, so that's what I did. No, actually, I don't think that. 
I think that I might have it's done it once. I have this ass being their fart machine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's right. Um, something going on with the diet, then, if that's the case. But yeah, if you're trombone, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. You were saying something. No, I feel like I I, I remember one time being successful at making the fart noise. Uh, with my armpit and then really feeling like that was it for me. I, I did it once and could move on. There was always one real unhinged kid that was great at <laughs> it. It was so good at it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> you yep. worried about like, what's going on with his parents and what what's life going to be like for him? Yeah. But, but he could do that sound. Because the amount of moisture you really need in there is not yeah, healthy. I also just think the you know, the, how your body's put together too is part of it, you know? <laughs> so you wonder what came first, you know, the, the bad behavior or the ability to do that. Um, but yeah, that kid, you know, <laughs> really, you know, you, you wonder what's going to happen with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All honesty. I'm wondering. Yeah. But, um, now were you like a real class clown or did you like, I, or were you just <laughs> funny? Um, I would say I, I, I was probably, I like feel like I was put next to the class clown in third grade and was like, whoa, this person has a lot of like, like cool power, but I was a third grader. So I didn't know that that's what, but I was like, oh, that, that looks like a fun job. I want that job. And so I think I've always been the person that if someone has job of class clown, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take it from them. Right. I'm not, I don't think when I don't even think I could, but if I see that they need one, if I see a room full of people that need a class clown, I'll be like, I'm here for you guys. Let's do this. But if someone's already got it, then I'm like, cool. Good for you. Let's well, I'll join in the fun and laugh with you. So that's my, that's my long answer. That's cool. That makes sense. Do you want me to ask you back or I mean, you're welcome to, I'm, I'm happy to answer (laughs) if you want to know, or I'm happy to, um, you know, to move on. It's up to you. (laughs) Do you just want to bring up that you played football? I mean, really, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Were you the class clown of the football team? No, I mean, I was, I, I would do stuff that made people laugh. I, I don't think I had the energy to really be class clown. Like it takes, it takes, it does take work. It takes energy. And also in a school setting, I would more kind of put people up to stuff like the little armpit mm. farter would be like, Hey, you should fucking go do that, man. You know, like that kind of. <laughs> Like I liked yeah. them to do it. And then I could say stuff that was funny or comment on, you know, shit that would make people laugh, but I wasn't, you know, but I mean, I did like to do voices and, you know, the occasional prank and stuff, but, um, I wasn't as, uh, I wasn't as energetic as maybe some of the others that really, mm-hmm. you know, that really had the title, um, That's shown. Yeah. Yeah. I did get voted it a few times. I think more for the quality of my material, maybe than the um, quantity of it. <laughs> okay. But I, okay. I noticed that when I, when that would happen, like the teachers would like look like they maybe kind of liked me and were on board with me. But then once it was like, once I was anointed that, then it was like, I'd get in trouble more. And I mm. felt like I, I don't like this label. I like to be a little more under the radar kind of, Yep. you know, I didn't like the pressure of it. Um, Flying, flying solo. Yeah. That was my trombone. So I, you know, I play trombone. I bring it up every time. And, uh, my, yeah, I would say tr- my, <laughs> way more than any football stuff. Comes You're in up. your football. We definitely let that slide, but go ahead. <laughs> um, <standard>. the, <laughs> the, 
my trombone teacher, like my first like Coach. private lessons teacher, was my band, like the band teacher. So he taught me, he was like, when you play trombone, you sit in the back of every room. And he was like, your job is to be funny so that the people around you can hear, but that everyone else wishes that they were closer so they could know. So like it, you aren't being loud, but you're, you have your little audience and you're, everyone else is wishing they were back there with you. And I think that stuck with me of like, I'm funny, but I, I'm not like, I'm not trying to be the loudest one in the room. Sometimes I am. Um, but I always felt like I was that. Like I always had my little crew and I tried to be like, we were, we were funny. We were quiet, but we were like stealthy funny. I, I don't know. I might be talking myself up too much, but that, that thing of like make people wish they heard what you said. I love it. That's good. That's now what I a cool a teacher. Podcast with a microphone. Yeah. That's a cool. Yeah. He was a cool teacher. He was, he was like, he, uh, he was cool. He recently passed away and I was sad. I didn't get to go to his funeral. Oh, that's sad. RIP, yeah. uh, Mr. Johnson. What was his name? Mr. Allen. Mr. Mr. Allen. Allen. That's right. Um, yep. how about my generic name that I came up with? Wow. Good improv stanger. <laughs> well, Mr. it was also <laughs> <laughs> one word suggestion. Pineapple. Let's do this. <laughs> that's a great word though. A lot you can do with that. <laughs> Right away, I'm putting us in some kind of tropical setting. We're getting, you know, <laughs> pineapple Mai Tais. Um, Denzel Washington it's played the great, Fra the great Frank Lucas in the movie American Gangster. And uh, he told somebody that he worked with that the loudest one in the room is always the weakest. Remember that? The loudest one Ooh. in the room is always the weakest. Um, so should we let this, uh, should we end this sucker? I think people got some good info on the Murph. I think they got a little bit more than they bargained for with us. Um, <coughs> yeah, they know more about my COVID experience than, <laughs> than any one of my friends. <laughs> they know about Aaron's <laughs> cravings during COVID. Uh, yep. Welcome to Aaron's COVID cravings. Um, that Aaron's could be COVID cravings corner. Yeah, that could be fun. You know, you only got a couple of days that you can do it, so. I know. So go for it. Um, yeah, let's, let's end this sucker. All right. We're going to end it. Um, so let us know if you guys try the Murph, let us know how it goes. We want to hear about it. Stanger, you let us know if you try the Murph. I might, I might try it. We'll see. Um, cool. Maybe I'll try it and bail on it. You know, we'll see it. Convince myself that it was all just a warm up. you know? All right. I'll run 25 push ups. That's a warm up, and I'll do something easy now. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, if you, if you guys do it, you know, maybe time lapse it, send us a video, like a sped up video. I like those. Um, if you know any good Murph memes, we want to hear them. Um, we'd love to hear a meme. We love to hear we a meme. We do not want to see it. We want to hear. It. Yeah. That's the way memes work, and I'm young. Uh, so, and you've got it. If you want to, if you're looking for a place to send it to us, there's this thing called email kids. Uh, we yep. have ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. There's also some other stuff. Socials, Aaron, what are those? At the dumbbells. We got across em. all social medias. We got them and we want to hear from you. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the dumbbells Our wonderful listeners out there. Thank you guys for tuning in, write reviews. We want to hear those reviews. There's been some funny ones on there. Did you yep. see the one that compared us to dogs or something, Aaron? It is pretty funny. Oh no, I'll have to check. Let me, let me read it really quick. We want, so we want to hear reviews from you guys. Um, you know, if they're good, that does help. Um, but if you go on to <laughs> Apple 
iTunes and subscribe and review us. It does for some reason help the podcast. Um, so we know people do listen out there, but if you've been listening it, listening and liking it, then a good way to help us is to review us. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Oh, I see, I see what you're talking about. Should I read it? <laughs> yeah, you can read it. Okay. <laughs> the dumbbells are fun bells. This is from their V. Uh, they do an amazing job balancing humor and actual content. Uh, they are very down to earth as well. Update. Aaron taking over for Eugene was a great move, even though um, it is sad Eugene left. Happy's doing well in his career. The show is everything I said before, but also goofier in all the best ways. It is <laughs> as if, and I mean this in the best way possible, a couple of buff cartoon dogs started hosting a podcast. Day one, every week listener. <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny to me. Ooh, we're a couple of buff cartoon, cartoon dogs. I love it. I'd love to see myself like that. Um, like in a Don Bluth movie. Uh, do you know who that is? Aaron? <laughs> Don Bluth uh, was an original like Disney animator, did a bunch of Disney animated movies, then went off on his own and was successful. Like one of the few to go outside the Disney system and have great success. And he did like the land before time and um, all dogs go to Anastasia rock doodle. Oh, I loved rock doodle. He did a bunch of really good ones. Yeah. The secret of Nim. Okay. Uh, but I would like yeah. to see us as buff cartoon dogs in a Don Bluth animated feature. Um, so if he's out there listening, I think he's a listener. Make that happen, Donnie. Uh, on behalf, he's eighty four. Yeah, cool. Get get it. Get man. it. Man. You can still draw. On behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan and Don Bluth, we are the Dumbbells, uh, mm-hmm. and we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>